Sasayakala, peace, peace, peace. Welcome to the Source Experiences podcast. On here, we will just be speaking about the experience of life. Most times, a lot of people feel alone when they're on the spiritual path because of the the literal change that is happening within your very being and it's even more difficult when you are experiencing that with a family or if the entire family is experiencing that on the spiritual path or on the path to oneness <clears throat> the when you're doing self-inquiry and you are noticing these patterns and you're attempting to bring up and you're seeing the patterns in your beloveds or your loved ones and you're attempting to make sure they understand hey there's this stuff going on between us and also around us and within us we've got to sit down and talk about this and it can be very challenging or even uh, divisive in a sense because if the person and the people that we are around do not want to be uh, a conducive or aid in our highest and best good for the collective experience then we have to let them go and this can be traumatic it can be peaceful it can be a little bit of both it is all dependent on one you and two the person who is experiencing this separation or the illusion of separation. My name is Nihan Gurmukh Singh Khalsa and I have been through many many different experiences in my life and they have all been wonderful teachers and I would honestly say that every single point in my life has been a guide and everything was perfectly aligned to the exact moment at which it was necessary or was meant to be. All the way from the betrayals to the beautiful, amazing moments in my life. And when I say my, I don't, I can't even claim ownership because this is life is a gift. And if something is given, you can claim ownership of it. However, it's not yours it or this life is actually kind of borrowed right is a it's a borrowed gift eventually we have to return to our supreme self we can be in this experience for thousands of years unlike what we have been taught where the human life is 50 and if you grew up in New Jersey or New York or Los Angeles where you barely think you're gonna make it out of your teenage years this life you were able to live for thousands of years in different texts such as the Sumerian texts, the Kemetian um, Meduneter or Egyptian hieroglyphics. These have told us that for as long as there is nourishment in the in the world, some people have seen this nourishment as food, but I think it's well, not even what I think, but what it actually is meaning. If we look at the deeper level, this is meaning that whatever you choose to experience, uh, 
for as long as there is life, for long as there is energy in the existence, you shall exist. And this is very powerful. It removes a lot of the fear of death in the uh, in the Ifa tradition. It, there's there's your ori or your um, and then you have the you know the different deities however all at the deeper level all of them are actually within you they are linked to the chakra systems and for as long as there is energy for as long as your ori chooses to be in the existence you shall be for as long as you um, you decide to live amongst this world you shall be in the Vedas and the Qurans all of this they all say you are not even you cannot be killed you cannot die for who you are is beyond death you are beyond this this reality you are Parabrahm you know you're the the beyond the beyond of the creation and in the Sikh tradition we have where the Sikhs have the Akal Right, they call you a god. They say a kalmurit in the mul mantra, where the your immortal manifestation. And if we just go into the Bible as well, we have I am that I am. This is not just a name. You, it's who you are. You, I am that. 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 And if you are that. And that is transcendent and beyond all creation, is beyond death, is beyond fear. That's who you are. So we have all of these traditions agreeing on one thing, that that being is beyond, and you are a part of it. Therefore, you are also beyond. And this can be very... Uh, challenging to accept especially when we have our conditions of an external quote-unquote God and this word God is a very traumatic word for many people uh, for African-American people specifically unless they completely accept it it's a it's a word that was beaten into them with a whip for um, if we go to the Indians and or in India they, they, the British, when they came over, they removed a lot of their terminology, and now a lot of Indian people will come and talk to you, and they'll say, God, God, God. In the Sikh tradition, they'll come, and they'll talk about one God, because we have Ikko and God. They'll say, one creator God, but that doesn't describe anything. The word God has no real understanding and no real meaning beside something that is transcendent, but it has no description. And even though at its transcendent state, no, God does not have a, t have a description. There is no way to describe this absolute being. However, there are greater ways to use than the word God, like source. Source points to a source, however people may see it. They may look at it outside or inside. However, you can always, it's easier to it's more like in the game of go when you make a shape you want to make the shape uh, baduka go or way or 
way sheet or uh, the, the game, the surrounding game. When you make a shape, you want to make it flexible. In this context, when you make a when you make a statement, you want it to be flexible. You want the person to be able to understand it from multiple different angles. If I say you are source, you're thinking, hold up, the source, source of what? I am source, where's the source? And it starts making you question. If I say you are God, it automatically has a reject button on it. <laughs> and no, I am not that. It's out there, it's over there. But if I say you are source, you start to question. One can question this. So <clears throat> imagine having these type of understandings and then you have a family and you're attempting to explain this stuff or y'all are attempting to understand it together. And what's a, what, it's a really, it's a great blessing. And by blessing, I mean a high, higher understanding such as blessing meaning highest thoughts, highest feelings, highest actions towards any significant thing or anything. And so it is a blessing for you to be able to speak to anyone, your loved ones, your wife, your husband, your children, and then figure this stuff out. Honestly, uh, as a parent, it's very challenging to attempt to talk to uh, my, my son or my daughter, my son who's, who's one right now, and my daughter who's five, and both of them... Uh, my son, I'm attempting to figure out how can I not use the word no, because I noticed that that triggers a this like, okay, know this, know that, I can't do anything, so I'm just going to cry. And my daughter, where if I yell or if I raise my voice, it, it she shuts down. Uh, I'm also, I, I previously experienced the military uh, and the Marine Corps, and so there was a lot of trauma as she grew up and especially with uh, me going back and forth between when I trained in the martial arts so it wasn't there much and attempting to heal from being booted out of the military when I was supposed to be <clears throat> uh, medically separated however everything happens and the way it's supposed to happen perfectly aligned so she is now experiencing some of what I experienced with my mom and my dad and you, you, it's interesting how you get to you see each generation you see an improvement so with this one we're seeing the change in within my family I'm seeing the change from my previous parents to here now uh, and sometimes see we think that as parents or as spiritual practicers practitioners and honestly, the we'll put a lot of we'll put a lot of seriousness on it. Put a we'll put too much of this of uh, too much effort. Now, now, effort does not mean it does not mean that you don't do any effort. It means you put the right amount, enough, a balanced amount of effort, and. Uh, honestly the best effort is just living the way you desire for everybody else to mimic or to be like um, in the Bible Yahweh or Jesus Yahshua said I am the way 
And what that means is he's saying, I am, I am living this way and not the I am as in the persona because he's one. I am meaning the absolute manifested as me is the way. And if you follow and do what I do, you are doing what it does. What it is telling me to do, you are following me because there's, you may not be able to connect as well as I have. Because if we, if anybody were to study the life of the man, he traveled to Kemet or Egypt, he traveled to India, and he traveled, he studied multiple different like uh, hidden secrets, such as when he was studying with the church, um, the Templars, they, the Templars were actually, actually just the, they were called the, the league or group of poor men. And they, they just were carrying swords. They didn't have any good armor, no type of grouping, but they decided to come together just to be good people. And they turned, they ended up becoming this super devout uh, poise group of men and they decided to work with the church and all of this stuff really study the Templar and study this man's life uh, so it, you can as you live your life you set the example with your life lived and that is very difficult honestly it is very difficult our life is a uh, it has been hijacked by the society how we think how we will represent what our in the beginning we will represent what the society shows to us and will mimic what we see and it's just like a duck where as soon as it hatches the first thing it sees it associates that what's with its mother same thing here we'll associate all this with how we're supposed to be so people wonder how is it that somebody can come out of the hood and then make millions of dollars and then do something stupid and lose all that well they have been taught how to use the millions they have been taught how to properly uh, how to they haven't taught been taught how to act and how to actually be with themselves for one so they'll just go and blow it off. Someone may come and you may have a rich kid acting spoiled because he's never had to work for something or had to put real effort into something. And, or someone who is doing good work, they're saying, I'm doing good work, but they don't really see the fruits of their efforts on the front lines, such as a business owner who created a, a business because they, it was really good. They they may have created a a zero drop shoe or a, a barefoot shoe business and then they started making money but they started to cut corners now you know they, they wanted to make more money and save on instead of it being eco they started to just be ego and but when they get down and they see how everything is made they even make the shoes themselves now there's that humbleness that comes in like okay hey this is this takes a lot of effort how can i make this easier on my people or on my workers 
So living your life is a very, it, it takes a lot of effort. And with children, they're, they're watching like a hawk, man. With your spouse even, he or she is watching like a hawk. They want to make sure that, and they're kind, and it's, it's natural. We are naturally going to constantly check to see if something is for our highest and best good at all times. And we'll get feelings. This source speaks through us, through our feelings first. But for men, we have cut down our feelings or neglected. And if a woman adopts a masculine way of being, she has cut off her feelings. In certain traditions, actually, if you look at in most of humanity, throughout religions and spiritual practices, the woman has always been revered. If, you know, when you look deeper than the surface level, the woman has been revered. When uh, in India, the woman is considered uh, Shakti, and there is no Shiva without Shakti. And even uh, there's Durga, where Durga will, she was manifested through five, through the three Vishnu, Brahma, and Shiva, and also some, maybe some other deities, they came together and created Durga. Durga then went and slayed a bunch of demons. But because their power was not enough, it, the demon said, no man should be able to destroy me. And most people say that in the movies, or they'll say, no man can kill me. And then in some movies, they'll have a woman. She'll say, I'm not a man. <laughs> so the now we have this thing called the Kundalini. The Kundalini is a very powerful tool or energy and there's entire practices on worshiping it but actually it's meant to cultivate it uh, it's meant to cultivate it and use this energy throughout your day for creativity to boost one's morale to boost one's skill level to boost your awareness of anything and this practice can definitely help us when it comes to just day-to-day -day stuff. How many times have, uh, as a parent or a worker, somebody who has worked worked at maybe at Walmart or something like that, you're drained from the day. Uh, in Sikhi, they have something called bhakti, or not in, uh, but in 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 Indian tradition or the Sanatandaram is called. There's something called bhakti. Bhakti is is devotion or love. And when one has filled up their cup with his love and his bhakti, they can then give more to society, to the world, externally. And this is what we're doing gradually. We're awakening and using this reservoir, or we can go straight to the source and use that infinite reservoir. Um, this the kundalini when we use it we can use it to feel better throughout the day uh we can and it happens naturally you don't need to go tempting to cultivate it but even if you do attempt the desire to attempt it that's just your soul guiding you somewhere so follow whatever you need whatever is follow whatever is guiding you um yet know that this stuff happens naturally if one just meditates every day eventually the kundalini will awaken or you'll start getting little trickles of it 
enough to so that you're able to control it little by little and we can use this now we can also just do certain things that can aid us throughout the day like with our children having certain teas that actually boost your energy dandelion tea um, you can have yerba mate uh, some people they have coffee I stopped drinking coffee personally because of the well one a lot of the coffee these days is not really natural sure it comes from the coffee bean however they've had to process it now you give me some Cuban coffee yeah I'll have me some Cuban coffee you give me some Ethiopian coffee yeah I'll have some Ethiopian coffee yet I'm more now I'm more of tea and specifically yerba mate this oh man uh, well I'll, I'll tell you this it'll it'll definitely boost your vital energy and this is something external to yourself right however you, we use external things to aid us in going internal they call that tantra in in uh, Sanatandaram or Hinduism you have tantra so but the Hinduism that's an ism isn't it? the Hindu just is a is a geographical location the spiritual practices the philosophies theosophies the theosophy is Sanatan Dharam, right? That's the, and Sanatan meaning eternal, Dharam meaning uh, kind of like, kind of like Tao or the will, the divine will. It's the way, it's being in flow, Dharam. This is, this is your flow. This is your natural way of being. That's Dharam, the eternal natural way of being. And this is the process of it. There's these te there's the techniques. There's a bunch of techniques within Sanatantaram. And the you'll find this anywhere. You go anywhere, they'll have techniques on how to be in the way, in the uh hukum as the Sikhs call it, in the, the divine will or the will of God as the Christians will call it, or the Jews or the the Muslims, they'll call it the will of God or the will of Allah. And and then you have your re with you you're following your ori and ifa you have uh in the comedic tradition they they have the you're in the uh that one i think it's the unk unk is 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 a specific technique it's a word uh sound current but atum Right, you're in the you're being in one with atum, or in in one with ra. <clears throat> However, ra is not a very. If you study the history of ra, that 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 deity is not a it's not the almighty itself. And that's where uh, the one of the pharaohs he actually rebelled against the worshiping of multiple deities because these deities were beings that came from extraterrestrial origins and then came here and said hey uh yeah do this do this do this they gave a few people a little experience of of bliss and then the people were hooked all right now worship me and then the, that happened so we we are 
we are learning how to just be one, be in alignment with the with this this flow of life and how to do that as a collective not just as an individual being it's very easy it's with what i know now if you're a single person listening to this you have the, uh, it's very easy for you right now here's why you can drop everything and live in your car you can drop everything and go travel get a backpack put some clothes in there go boat hiking go boat uh, boat jumping such as when you go to the to the pier and you pay maybe the uh, a shipping boat and you can go travel on a shipping boat to wherever your destination is or you can pay a little bit and then go on a plane you can even as simple as going on finding people who are traveling by boat and ride with them you can live in your car you can have a you could create an entire business super fast if you want to all of that you are able to do and you can drop everything and completely focus on absolute oneness however however doing all of this there is also a there with every positive there is a negative not negative isn't bad it's just an opposite with a as a single person one who goes and does all of these things right and then what one may not one may not experience is the spiritual wealth of learning compassion through relationships or as or karam in the yoga tradition people the yogis would do everything they can to avoid karam karam is actions or having to do actions or pre or past actions or actions that may entice future actions so they wanted to be only in the present moment action that's it they did not want to in, uh, engage in anything outside of that so what they did was say uh, okay I'm gonna sit here and avoid all of that and just go and travel and, and do all this now when you do this with a family yeah it's gonna be trouble it's gonna be uh, challenging tumultuous trials and tribulations however through these trials and tribulations through this difficulty everything that is difficult or challenging is the most rewarding you will understand relations with people now of course any path you choose it doesn't matter which one if you choose a family you choose the the, the priest or if you choose the uh, the businessman you choose the single person who travels doesn't matter what you choose everything is leading to the same destination there is no time it's not that you're gonna get anywhere any faster or any slower there's a thing called time dystopia where if one person is experiencing something in one place and they're absolutely happy but time is flying for them another person is experiencing it in suffering and time is going very slow for them the other person will say oh when they meet each other wow time flew by the other guy will say no man this this was this has been a long time 
that's time dystopia so it doesn't matter what you choose it's what is for your highest and best good just putting out the options that people have as a family person and as a single person as a family hey you can do the same thing man there's families out here on YouTube they are on YouTube in life they are living in their in vans in their trucks they're living in their in in cabins out in the wilderness they are literally leaving this city life if you want to try and make a, a living in the city go for it man go or not even try but if you want to if you desire to do so do it if you desire to make an impact do it but ask why are you attempting to really impact the collective or are you doing it for some type of monetary gain and that's it just so that you can later on do it for greater purpose well again no time no rush there's no slow no fast just what is best for you what I have noticed in my life I've done all of that I attempted the the fast route I went into the Marine Corps and oh man is that fast yeah you get paid quick you get paid on time twice a month you make and also if you want let's say that you you want to rank up quick oh you can get in there and you can go for it however there's certain restrictions as a single person and it's a lot they you you don't they can pick you up and take you anywhere in the military when I had when I got my family and I still had that mindset of doing things fast I want to get the money fast so I can later on do the good things slow that does not that does not work well in this reality because what time really does not exist when I was going through that and doing this fast-paced lifestyle I was leaving my family behind so I'm all the way up in the up in the front what I like in the Marine Corps when we would do a when we would do a ruck there was some of these uh, hard chargers and overzealous egoic sergeants corporals lance corporals whatever it was a person up there and they would be walking super fast and leaving the entire platoon behind and they would be like y'all got to keep up you need to train <clears throat> well Marine Corps life family is all about teamwork collective collective cooperation if you are leaving your the people who are meant to come with you behind you yes there's a there's a certain thing of walking in the front however have you ever seen where in history where the African let's just take Malcolm X where he had his african-american brother he was walking beside them they were in line to him and yes he was leading but he was leading on the side only when they needed to address the enemy did he step in front they walked as a unison to the police station then he halted them and when they turned and faced front first he was facing them then after he got there after he, after he found noticed that they were ready then he turned and addressed the enemy 
even though there is no enemy, but if we are to use these terminologies, then he faced the faced the enemy, which was the police at that moment. That right there, walking beside, yes, you are leading, but you are walking with your uh, with your teammates. You're walking with your family. If anybody's ever seen a strong family where they're walking together, or even a strong friendship, one of the friends is not in front of the other. If they're a group, they're usually walking. If they can, they'll walk side by side. If you study these just social, social behaviors, you'll see with groups of people, especially young teenagers, and children, you'll see somebody going in front, wanting to lead, wanting to show. Then there's this person all the way in the back. They're just, they're like, I don't want to be seen. Then there's the people in the middle who are over, who are just as overzealous as the person in front, but not enough to want to do the things that the person in front is doing. They're only following that person because they don't know how to lead themselves. Same thing here. When we do anything in this or create anything in this life, are you collecting, are you not collecting, but are you creating for the collective or are you creating for yourself, as in for egoic reasons? Egoic reasons are uh, lusty, lust or greed, attachment these things right so if you're creating out of and you can look at it when we because this system is not our system society is not our system how it is right now this is not our system this is a reptilian system it is not ours we do not belong that we didn't create this this was imposed onto humanity it's kind of like education nowadays children don't know how to think they know what to think when we they are indoctrinated into a thought process instead of learning how to create thought processes and not we don't even need to teach them how to think how we need to teach them how to be teach them what they are and I say what, not who, because who entices that there is a you. Well, that's a big one. I know you're going to be thinking about that for a while. We'll address that in another podcast. So, here we are. Learning how to cooperate. And within our lives is the greatest experience learning through our feelings is the first learning through our thoughts is the second learning through experience is third not to not really in any order but if what well, if we were it would be feelings thoughts then experience you experience it experience is the most powerful because it, you it, 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 it after your thought your feelings have not been 
been felt, after your thoughts have not been listened to, or you haven't listened to your feelings nor your thoughts, the experience is the manifestation of these. And then they get you to feel and think. <laughs> they force you into it. It's, it's, and eventually, you look, if you don't, then your body will wreak havoc. It'll wreak havoc on your body. You'll start having these pains in your left leg. Oh, why? Why am I having pain in my left leg? What, what happened? Uh, why is my left side so achy? Well, you're neglecting the feminine. The feminine is the left, the masculine is the right. When you neglect either one, it shows in the body in certain ways. This is, the, this is how pranic energy works. Uh, pranic energy healing, they teach this stuff. Here, when we are healing, on our healing journey, and we have, not even that we have to heal, it, it, the healing will happen eventually. It doesn't matter what you do or don't do. It'll happen eventually if, this, if it's this lifetime or the next. If you choose this lifetime, then you, hey, we got some work to do. Yeah, not really, but effort. So this is how the healing process works. We address something, we look at it. And we can ne don't ever think that, all right, I've made it. This is the issue with enlightenment. Our society nowadays, they think society, I mean, they think that enlightenment is based on society's description of it and what they have seen. Oh, I've seen this person and then they seem also wonderful and then uh, they're supposed to be a no me. Uh, look. The idea of no me is that the ego, the idea of separation, the idea of I meaning addressing the conditions of society and conditions of pre, like preconditions, all of these have been discarded. So now it's just a pure beingness of the persona that has merged, not even merged, that that has realized. Because emerging entices that there has to be a there has to be a, a separation. But there is only the illusion of separation. So there is no emergence. There's just realization. Realize that there is no condition to be put upon you. You are unconditional. You are love. You are unconditioned and unconditional love. There can be no condition of need, no condition of failure, no condition of, of hate or anger or, or fear. These are conditions. None of that exists when you are being love. People say that math is the is the language of, of God, right? Or source. They'll say that's the language of it. That's the closest we can come to it. No. It's a way. It's another way, yes. But if you were to simply connect within, you would be able to experience the highest language.
which is love. Being that, one is able to live without conditions, without the ego. The I really does not exist. We'll say, I am doing this, I am doing that. In the, in the Christian science, they have the I am uh, presence. And they say that nothing you do or say can be done without the invocation, without the initiation, without the, cre without the creative force of this presence that is called I am. So when we say I am, we are literally invoking the being of that which we have said we are. So if I say I am sad, we are invoking the attribute of sad from this infinite possibilities of it. And we're saying I am sad. And we are invoking the persona of I am sad. When we say I am happy, we are being the persona or the, the not even the persona, but the attribute and invoking it into our personality, our personification, our manifestation, our image of the Almighty. We are creating that. We are creating happy as a being called you, whoever you are. And I say who this time because I'm addressing the persona. Persona is the image that has chosen to manifest. And when we, what it means to be enlightened is you realize that all of these conditions are not you. You are the absolute. You are beyond pain. You are beyond fear. You are beyond anger. And you are beyond anger, hate. You are beyond the material world. Now imagine trying to explain this to a toddler. And this is, again, the easy way of doing this is constantly challenging the belief system of the, of the people. Like, they'll say, uh, I need this. No, you need nothing. Your body may desire or prefer. You may prefer this. You may prefer that. I do not need this. I want this. No, you do not want. You prefer. Change everything to preference. And then eventually preference becomes acceptance. From there, you are able to simply be and know that everything that is happening is absolutely perfect the way it is supposed to be happening. This is the way of the master. The way of the master is to simply allow everything as it is. Because your soul is showing, to, showing you how to... It is, it is manifesting and at many different, at the highest level, when we are absolutely aware of our decision, every single decision, there's some 10 or 20,000 decisions that we make a day or more, 50, 50,000. With every single decision that we make out of the 50 or so thousand decisions, we are making, we are choosing to create ourselves anew or create ourselves in a certain way and 
we can choose to create or we can choose to allow. If you choose to create, one must know the all at every aspect of it. This is where people talk about the law of attraction. They'll start to manifest and they'll say, visualize this, feel it here, and then it'll happen. However, then all of a sudden it's, there's these there's a negative. Because if you create with the mind, the mind attracts the negative, the polarity. If you choose to manifest with the heart, it creates the positive. However, if you do not remove the mind, you will have a negative no matter what. If you choose but to manifest with the heart, you have to let go of the mind. The mind cannot be involved. And that is quite difficult these days because if we are not in a certain vibration of awareness and we are not aware of the repercussions of a certain decision because of the, the sheer nature of the mind it will bring about a negative that doesn't mean go don't be make a decision to be afraid it's just accept everything right now just accept everything as it is and be grateful because everything is happening the way it's supposed to your soul is constant everything no matter the trauma no matter the 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 high experience the um the pain the suffering all of it is meant is your soul learning through this experience through these these things that are in attempting to show you who you or what you are through your experiences every single one of them from the old lady cursing you out to you getting that bag of cheerios versus uh going to get some fruit how long do you want to feel feel uh depleted from eating a certain way well it'll keep on showing you you'll keep on having diabetes you'll keep on having cancers and all of this until you change your way of being change your thought process change the idea of all right cancer i gotta get chemo no you do not need to get chemo cancer i can use herbs to heal this it's been done in multiple different societies and multiple different uh, medicines they heal cancer diabetes Ooh, interesting we talked about yerba mate yerba mate actually helps with diabetes I can you can heal all of this stuff you can heal all of it nothing that's where the idea of absolute comes in that's where the, the idea of of something that is happening it, it's permanent there's only one thing that's permanent and that's the absolute being that's that's you you are the only thing that's permanent you don't die you aren't re, you aren't born you aren't reborn the only cycle is the cycle of ignorance and realize self-realization we put ourselves in ignorance and then we have we attempt to we must bring ourselves out of it and sometimes the soul will entice or not even entice but 
inquire, inquire, or ask for aid without you choosing. You, you, you're doing it right now. When it comes to our families, we're constantly, or if we're single, we're constantly looking for anything to get us out of the pain and suffering that we may feel. This is just how it is. This is, this the, the, you don't need to speak. You don't need to say this or that. I pray for this. I pray. It's all happening. It's all, everything, in every single tradition, it speaks on how when this, when the, when before somebody has asked, it has been given. Quantum physics now says that everything is that could happen, has happened, or ever will happen, and is happening right now. So all you have to do is pick the reality that you choose. They call this, people call it quantum jumping. They call it, um, some people call it imagery manifestation, where you pick an image of, or a, a, a vision of what you choose. This is, this is all manifestation. However, at the highest level, simply being, simply accepting and being grateful for what you have, what you what is happening right now. Your car is breaking down, all right? Be grateful that you even have the car, that it's guiding you or getting you where you need to go right now. When it breaks down, all right, figure it out then. But right now, be grateful for it. And be grateful that it got you to the point that you were. Side of the road, so what? I'm grateful you got me this far. And watch how that changes everything. Watch how that changes the very nature of the reality that you're experiencing. Everything is absolutely created through gratitude. In some way, shape, or form. But to create from this space of gratitude where you are grateful for everything. And teaching our children, teaching our friends, hey man, just be grateful. At least you have children. At least you have a, a, a home. At least you have a car. At least you have this. At least, at least you are alive. As someone who has been through four attempts of suicide, and yes, I failed at all of them, but there is no such thing as failure. That was, I'm grateful for the attempts and I'm grateful for life. Because I see the trajectory of where that it was leading me. I will not be bound. I will not be controlled. That has taught me where, what my boundaries are. And it taught me, oh, and by the way, when you get, when you uh, down a bunch of pills, man, that is it, it, on the way to death you're high or you feel good my wife she uh she was having a when we had our son when she has her said i had our son and she gave birth to him as she, she there was a scare because she started to lose a lot of blood and she was about to pass out and she said as she was passing out she was blissful she was like i felt like i was slipping away and i felt blissful and i'll on in the next podcast she'll share her experiences and we'll speak on all of this once again. Um, so, see, death 
it's not scary. It's not painful. It's none of this. All of this is just an illusion. And when we choose to simply be grateful for this experience, this is meant for us to, you cannot know who you are or what you are if you are that. You have to experience the opposite of what and who you are in order to know what and who you are is and then choose to be that. That's why they say, imagine yourself in the island where you want to be. And you know, uh, businesses like Amway, they definitely have done this stuff. They'll use this, the imagery and your manifestation ability to boost their desire, boost their, their profits. Businesses know this. Look, this stuff is not secret. None of it is secret. Secret just comes from the root word, which is sacred. None of this has, has and the secret, it's ritualism. None of this stuff, none of it is secret. They've been using it against us over and over again, and I'm here to, me, my, my existence is to make sure that we all understand and know we are all one. And that anything you desire comes naturally. We don't have to force it. I was attempting to force everything. Oh my goodness, I was attempting to force it. I was attempting to, I was attempting to get the powers. I mean, manifesting, I was moving things with my mind. I was attempting to uh, manifest stuff, and I did manifest things. Uh, I was moving flames and all of this. I was attempting. But through that, when I, as because I missed out on life. I was like, all right, I can't eat this certain thing. I got to do, but not even that. I didn't even really miss out. All of that brought me to this moment right now where I'm able to tell you, sure, you can move flames with your mind. Sure, you can manipulate your children with certain words and ways of being or with a certain smile or way of, of being. Sure, you can do all that. You can manipulate anybody. You can do any, any of these powers. Move things with your mind, but... Why are you still suffering inside? Why do you feel like you have to hide? Or like you have to hide these things? The absolute, the greatest power is being in oneness, is being in love. That's the greatest power. And it took me my life. It took me my life to learn it. It took me not knowing me first being it when I was a child, it being destroyed within me, it being, then I started to hate it, and then, then it, questioning it, then somewhat understanding it, and now moving into the beingness of it again. Being love is being grateful. Because being grateful is you are grateful for what you have. If you desire something, you are just grateful that you have it. It is, you know that everything is, that can manifest, has manifest, always will manifest, is manifested. And so you're just grateful for it. If you desire a car, be grateful that it is. It is in some reality and you should just, just not even should, but just be grateful for it being that it even exists. And that the possibility of you having it is there. It is manifested. It is now. 
possibility of you being happy, the possibility, just the possibility, is enough to be grateful for. Always enjoyed like when I watch anime and um, things like that, where uh, like Luffy is my favorite thing right now. Uh, it doesn't matter what the situation says, Luffy will simply be like, okay. They'll be like, hey. There's like a 0.0001 chance that you're going to survive. It's like, okay, and then goes for it. And he gets out of it. Now, of course, that is anime. But if we look into it, at my own life, there was a, I should have went to war, and I was about to actually go into a Marine Security Guard. And that's a very, that's a high-demand high job, especially if you're guarding embassies. And... Your your the your level of death rate goes up, so it's you get paid extra, and I'm like, all right, I'll go do that. Then most likely I would have died, and but I meet my wife, my current wife, and she, uh, she's like, well, look, you go there, I'll wait, and but when you come back. When, not but but however when you come back we'll be married we'll be we'll be together then I'm like that woman's willing to wait for me I took another look at that packet that I was about to put in I was about to put that package in and I decided not to and I got married to her just right after I left that my um, first duty station so Everything is happening the way it's supposed to. And take chances, man. Take chances. Because you may go down the path. It may seem like death is at the end of it. But then another door opens. You go through it and then it's just, just beautiful. It's tough. It's tough to be positive all the time. I'm not asking you. I'm not telling you to be positive. No. I'm telling you look at one thing. Something. And actually in HeartMath, we'll leave, I'll end this podcast with this. HeartMath has their technique for changing your thought process. And let's say that you're in, you're angry, you've had a stressful day, but you're able to take a break. You're able to take a break from your job. You take that break. You put your hand on your heart. You think of a single, you bring your, first, you put your hand on your heart, connect to your breath, take a few breaths, deep breaths. Then you bring in an image that entices love, joy, gratitude is the greatest one. Um, and you put that image, imagine it, into your heart and feel it. Feel that moment, whatever it was, your child being born. Your friend giving you something. Your mother doing this. And look, you search in your life. It doesn't matter how crappy your life may have seemed. You search in your life. There is a moment. There is some moment in your life that you can find. If we look at the life of David Goggins, the man was beat. The man was traumatized, hardcore military veteran. Yet he was able to find moments in his life that he was able to be grateful for and then become humble of it from this space now go about your day with compassion 
and that from that love, that feeling. Keep that feeling. No matter what's happening, at least you experience that one thing. Somebody, somebody's beating me. All right, fight back. After it's done, oh, woe is me. This always happens. No, it does not always happen. If it if it was always happening, guess what? You would still be being beaten right now. You would still be being beaten. But it's not always happening. It has happened. Bring yourself in the moment. Right now, where are you? Look around. All right. Take a moment. Do that technique. Oh, my family this, my family that. I'm so sick of them. All right. Well, they're all, they did this, they did that. They did. It's the past. That, that's not now. So, use the technique. Bring yourself in the moment. Constantly, the past, these things just happen, man. Don't let them attempt, don't attempt to hold on to it. And by holding on to it, I mean you constantly bringing it into the now. That's holding on to it. You're holding on to the past and keeping it now. Let go of it. Do some spring cleaning. It's about, it's coming up on that time, spring cleaning. So, clean out your closet. Throw away things that have no sentimental value to you. And then, and even then, check on why something is sentimental. All of this is going to burn and, and the only thing you're going to carry is your memories. The only thing you're going to carry is your experiences. So, experience this life to the fullest. In oneness. I am you. You are me. We are one being having a human experience. Peace, peace, peace. Sassy of God.